0: Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And we are back with William Keller, Democracy Betrayed. When we get to your calls, I'd be very curious to see if you think that our democracy has been betrayed. I think it has indeed. Now, the question to William, will it get worse or will it go the other way?
1: Uh-huh. Well, I think that has a lot to do with uh how accurate the information people can get is and the problem with getting information to people in the, well actually in a democracy it's usually very easy to get information to people but the problem in our democracy is what I call secrecy and the classification system and if, if it's alright I'll say a few words about that please uh, the the role of secrecy um, and the official reason for it is simply to protect the national security Now, I had a top-secret clearance and various nuclear clearances for 10 years, but I have to tell you that 95, actually almost all of the information classified documents that I reviewed didn't have anything to do with national security at all. So uh, security means uh, that there's no public record. Uh, So it's, it's not accountable the way that other things are in our society. So it, it, it leads to a lot of waste. The uh, intelligence agencies uh, write about 50,000 intelligence reports a year. And it leads to fraud, too, uh, because it's very hard to audit secret intelligence budgets. I mean, there's-
0: Well, we're missing, what, trillions of dollars, aren't we?
1: I don't know how much we're missing, but, but it certainly is a lot. And it's, it's just unaccountable because these budgets don't appear in the national budget they're just blank pages and it also leads to a lot of abuse because the classification system is used to cover up problems like misconduct of individuals or cost overruns on big budget items so uh, you know you already brought out the fact that since 9-11 the the budgets have increased by a factor of four and it's something like hundred twenty billion a year but, but but we have no idea how that is divided among the many different uh, secret government or entities, organizations. Um, we we do know that hundreds of thousands, perhaps even millions of people work in the surveillance security sector, and astonishingly, astonishingly, we know that 1.5, one and a half million people hold top secret clearances today. And you have to ask, what are all these people doing, and why do we need so many? You know, there's only about three or four million people in the government, why do half of them have to have top secret clearances is the question. Um, now, the, the question always comes up, is the release of top secret uh, and classified information, is it serious? How serious uh, is the unauthorized release?
0: Of like like Snowden stuff.
1: Absolutely. For, for example, it, it could be very, very serious, George. Agents could be killed, for example. Yes. Or if it's a nuclear secret, the, the to a rogue state so there are certain things that need to be held very closely Um, but in in actual practice only a very few classified documents are actually important let's bring up your example Ed Snowden Uh, he stole 1.7 or 1,700,000 NSA documents that's national security classified documents uh, of which he released about 200,000
0: why didn't he release all of them
1: Well, he's still got a a million and a half to go. I I don't know.
0: I I mean, is he still ongoing releasing things?
1: Uh, He could at any time. Uh, I haven't seen a release for, for, you know, a year. But uh, anyway, he revealed the existence of many widespread surveillance programs, like the prison program or the X-Key Score or Tempura, which uh, one of them read your emails. Uh, And the interesting thing is it not much happened. Okay? 200,000 documents fly out the window to the press, and very little happens, except we learn that the National Security Agency is spying on us.
0: Right, which we always knew.
1: Yeah, and that the high-tech business sector was helping them. Let's get another example. Uh, Army intelligence analyst, Private Bradley Manning, he's, I guess now he's... Chelsea. Uh, she, Chelsea Manning, yeah. Uh, she released, or he at the time, I guess, released huh. 750,000 military-related documents.
0: See, soldiers yeah. could have gotten killed with that.
1: But, but not much happened. That's the thing that's just scary. I mean, that, it's this trivial information or what's going on. That So to me, that's why the issue of whether or not Hillary Clinton had a few classified documents on her private server was uh, not really an issue, you know. Um, so uh, to me, and this is going to sound very strange, it, it's, I'm, I'm a very patriotic person, by the way, but the the, the fact is that the release of classified information often promotes democracy because people get to know what their government's doing. And that means that when they know, at least they can have an open debate about it.
0: Let me ask so, you, let's counter this with looking at Russia for a second. Two, two-fold question. Number one, if Kim Jong-un would threaten Vladimir Putin like he has threatened President Trump in this country, what do you think Putin would be doing right about
1: now? Uh, You know, to to me, Putin is is, is somewhat of a a mystery. I I think what he is doing is he's trying to—I don't think it's outright militarism. I think he's trying to restore the Russian people's sense of identity.
0: Right, but I think if he were threatened like Kim has threatened us, he would have attacked him by now.
1: He might, although, you know, he's awful close there. He's got a border.
0: Well, I still think if he were provoked, if he were attacked, if he were yeah. pushed, if videos were made of Russian aircraft carriers being destroyed by nukes or... or oh,
1: oh, sure, that would, that would do so. But, but here's a very key point. Uh, I also have done a lot of work in the area of nonproliferation and, and, and proliferation. Uh, nuclear weapons can never be used. They are not a war-fighting weapon. They're a war-deterring weapon.
0: Exactly. It's a weapon of mass destruction.
1: So when we begin to say, well, we could take them out with a few nukes, that's just a completely insane thing to talk about.
0: You're taking out the entire country, practically. You
1: take out the whole country, and you know what happens if you fire too many nukes off, and this is something we've only learned in the last few years, is the, the atmosphere ignites around the Earth. Yes, So you really don't—there's a a great book called Whole World on Fire, and uh, it explains how that
0: works. They were afraid Uh, when they developed the atomic bomb for World War II, Oppenheimer and groups, they were afraid that the entire atmosphere from just one was going to ignite.
1: Right. And, and and what would happen if you blew off a whole bunch of them is not it, first it would start you know massive fires everywhere and then that and and then it, the whole world would just be on fire and and you might ignite the all the oxygen as well but uh, it's it's a terrible thing so we don't talk about using nuclear weapons we talk about not using them and they're the kind of ultimate deterrence now th- this thing that's been going on with the Kim's Kim dynasty there Kim uh, Jong Un and his father and grandfather uh, it, it's been going on for a very long time, for almost 20 years now. They've been working the nuclear thing one way or another. And yep. we, we have never, you know, this has gone on. During
0: we never stopped them.
1: Democratic uh, presidencies and administrations, Republican administrations. We just never had a way to to do it. Uh, and. Somehow, they have gotten a whole lot more advanced technology than they had.
0: Uh, uh, I, I'm going to make a prediction, William, right here and now, that if he does one more ballistic launch test towards a country, like towards Japan or towards Gu- uh, the islands of Guam, I think we're going in. That's my, so we, that's my guess.
1: We might do something, and uh, if it was a conventional attack, it'd have to be pretty good because uh, even though it's old Soviet equipment, you know, that... That line, the parallel there, 42nd Parallel, it just has guns on
0: all sides of it. Absolutely. If, if, they, uh, if, there's, if there's, a, there's enough there to hurt some of our 35,000 troops and the South Koreans who are in Seoul.
1: Well, yeah, Seoul is, is, is within range of the artillery, and there's about 17 million people there. So uh, <laughs> and if you've seen the city, it's a jewel of the city, very modern, extreme. Well,
0: let, let me ask you this, and we'll, we'll go to some calls. or are lining up to talk to you. Sure. Based on your research that you put together in the book, Democracy Betrayed, mm-hmm. are you saying that this is a bad thing or a good thing for us right now?
1: I think that it is a threat to our democratic system at this point, and that we need to take the intelligence community and the what I call the complex and just ramp it down to just about 9-11 levels below that mm-hmm. uh, we know a lot more now we've been woken up it was the wake-up call from hell and we did wake up uh we we're a lot smarter than we were but we don't need to be organizing large parts of our government around us we don't need to be engaging in endless foreign wars uh to track down the last terrorist
0: in the yeah because, and staying there forever
1: yeah we don't know what a terrorist is anyway you know, no, we don't we don't have don't. a way to define it. You don't. I mean, everybody knows it when you see it. I think the guy in Las Vegas was a terrorist. You know, I mean,
0: well, in he, some form or fashion, he was.
1: Well, he sure would have felt like that if you were at, at the rock concert.
0: <laughs> you sure would have. Yeah. You sure would have. I mean, uh, to me, the definition of terrorism is merely that—to instill terror. It Doesn't right. matter what your ideology is
1: you know, what the purpose, if it happens, it happens. And there is always going to be some level of random violence in our society. We know that. And we do tolerate a lot of gun violence, you know. Uh, 10,000 uh, 10, people this year have been killed by it. And, uh, you know, I'm not taking a position on that one way or the other for the purposes of this program. But, uh, you know, you could, you, you, since we have so little terroristism, terrorism in this country. It's time to go back and, and venerate our democratic institutions and our first principles and, you know, take back democracy, you know, for for people like you and me. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.